spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome into DC On Screen episode 402. Today we're going to get super spoilery on Gotham 320, Heroes Rise, Pretty Hate Machine. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. To recap, the Shaman and Bruce are taking out every owl in the city. Alfred and Bullock search for Jim and Bruce. Jim has been abducted by a Tetch virus Leslie, who buries him alive with a syringe of the virus so he can find his true destiny at her side. He can either die or join her in the darkness. In the end, he injects himself and escapes his entombment, but Leslie still stops him from disarming the bomb. Bruce is supposed to detonate. Sorry, let me try that sentence again. <laughs> In the end, he injects himself and escapes his entombment, but Leslie st- st- still stops him from disarming the bomb Bruce is supposed to detonate to send Gotham into frenzy. Alfred finds Bruce in time to realize he's not Bruce anymore and kill the shaman. The virus is released and Gotham is in trouble. Better find a cure now. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... Selina easily tricks Ivy into giving up Penguin's location to the Riddler slash Barbara posse, but Penguin is saved slash kidnapped by Fish Mooney before he has to say Ed's new name. Um, I would wager that the virus bomb going off is going to give us more villains for next year. It'd be an okay origin story. I wouldn't it's, mind that. It's, yeah, it's going to be the Terrigen crystals in in Tuna. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I forgot it. I forgot it went all the way up the the food chain when it did that shot. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, and for some reason here, I feel like they haven't even utilized the the freak show, the uh, the strange freaks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Indian Hill. Yeah. Meta humans. Mm-hmm. They haven't even done anything with that really. So I'm kind of like, do we really need more people? Okay. Well, I mean, the most I've done with it is uh, there was the bus full of people that escaped and everything, but it, it appeared that, you know, beginning of this season, Bounty Hunter Gem was, was wrapping that up, but it seems like there's still way more to do with that. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to drop it. I, I do think that's how they tried to tie, tidy that up, though, is Jim mm-hmm. Bounty Hunted most of the bus back into the, some kind of confines. Yeah, it's a, it's a perpetual string of, well, that was a bad idea. <laughs> um, I don't think these writers are particularly imaginative. No, I mean, I think they are. It's just that there, there are times where um, you you just wrap up a story. Like it, you, you unload a bus full of creatures and think, ah, I really don't want to just do like Monster of the Week. Like, I can get behind them if that was how they thought was, I don't want to do Monster of the Week with Bounty Hunter Gem. Let's get back to our story. 
Okay, but they wrapped up a centuries-old organization that has <laughs> significant presence in the comics. It's like a four-volume trade paperback. <laughs> by by just having a dude come in and like slit their throat. I mean... Yeah, which, don't get me wrong... Um, a few dudes come in and slit their throat, to be fair. Well, but. yeah, it was it was a, a very well-planned execution, I suppose. But uh, two things I did like about that scene. Um, one, it was interesting to watch Bruce watch that kind of carnage. Because, uh, uh-huh. like, you can see, like, Mizzou or whatever, uh, is still doing a pretty good job of, like, he's playing this vacant thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not sure if it's the audience reading in. By audience, I mean me. Or if he's actually playing it this well. But, like, he, it's there's this vacant presence to him that's, that's up front. But... Like there's still some part of him you can see a little bit, and I don't know if he's just actually that good an actor, or if I'm reading into like, nah, there's still Bruce in there. But I, I, I still he's enjoy that good of an actor. It. I, I, I mean, think he's. I would love to he's to, that good. to go ahead and just give him that credit. But um, either way, I'm still enjoying his representation right now. Like this this kid, as always, is kind of killing it. Yeah, I mean, I think you were meant to see that he is still Bruce in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but he's doing it really well. I, and oh know. god, the scene with him and Alfred was just. Kind of a little heartbreaking. I mean, oh, absolutely, yeah. And uh, you got to give Pennyworth his due here. Like, uh, man, uh, that that guy, that guy does such a good job this episode, all through. Absolutely. Uh, you know, thank uh, you, Doctor Who, for giving us that wonderful man. <laughs> um, I thought it was kind of interesting that they went the virus brings out Lee's love for Jim route. Uh, I I was actually that was a good choice. It was better than the alternatives. I thought. Mm, yeah, of course they also went back to the the old chestnut of uh, evil means eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it also means eyeshadow, straightening your hair, and putting on a, a black outfit. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean she uh, somebody spent about an hour with a hair straightener on her. I, yeah, I can I, like I can it. guess on that being married to a uh, a curly haired woman who wears her hair straight. Yeah, yeah. I get a, I get a or text at least a once a week saying, "Please check the hair straightener." I'm not sure I unplugged it. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed with Ed and Enigma this uh, this episode, especially after not Ed and Enigma, Ed and Penguin. Uh, this episode, especially after last week when we were we had so much fun with those guys, and now they're out, and it's been kind of nothing. It's like it's ah, it's been Ed tracked him down, and then he got away. Ed tracked him <laughs> down. Uh, I I know, I, and and. Ivy, at the same time, she's become this um, slightly ridiculous foil. Like it, she's dumb enough that if she were the average henchman, someone would have put her down by now for for their own good. You know, just having uh-huh. having someone that is that incompetent around you is a serious liability. She's so fun, though. She's getting fun. It's not that I, I I'm, st- and it's not the actress's fault. I'm starting, and I'm starting to enjoy her dialogue a little bit more. But it's just, it's getting unrealistically incompetent. <laughs> like mm-hmm. penguin would have killed someone that gave him that bad advice <laughs> at some point but my question is how do we know she's not infecting him oh she's or not controlling him a little him. bit yeah that would be a cute turn if it if it turned out she had been doing that um like i would love for for now that fish has him back which by the way fish is hammy as ever oh i wish they put that character down <laughs> i actually wrote fish is awful slash awesome i mean uh, they they've had Which, moments with with that character where the character herself did awesome things, but I I, I know I know Jada Pinkett Smith is a 
I know she's a better actress than what I'm seeing on the show. She just there's so much scenery chewing. She it's just it's rough to watch. And I know mm-hmm. she can do subtle. I've seen it. This is an award winning actress. I know she's better than this. Someone's telling her to do this, and I resent mm-hmm. it. It is way <laughs> too much. Well, Bush still digs it, so. <laughs> I did like their little learning. Like, they're still cool. <laughs> Even, no matter what's happened, like, hey, fish, hey, butch, you know. That was yeah. that was a cool exchange. Much to Tabitha's dismay, butch is still into fish. Yeah. And I really, I think we're at the point where there's about to be a, a maybe a, a an over, in this little two hour, basically we've got a movie to end up, uh, to end Gotham. Um, mm-hmm. in, in the Gotham movie that will end season three. Um, I think Bush and Tabitha yeah. have kind of had it with Barbara. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's one of those stories they're probably going to wrap up here. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know. This episode was, um, I don't know, pretty much just setting it up. Yeah, it was It was just uh, an on-deck episode. It's This episode's, the, the whole design of this was to put the ball on the tee so the next the next episode can hit it. So mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of baseball metaphors there. Yeah, I, I lost you. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> It's how I was raised. Forgive me. Mm, it's no excuse, man. Yeah. No, no. But uh still enjoy playing it. <laughs> um, there were a couple of couple of neat lines like um was it Butch that says uh no, it's it's Edward that says in Penguin's eyes we're all guilty. Like his his way of getting the team back together, I guess. Yeah. Um good line and it kind of I, I liked how it's it sets Penguin up as being um it kind of aggrandizes his character again. Like it, it, it makes a better villain for Ed to have said that line that way, which was uh, good, just good writing. I thought a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like this was so. That's what's so frustrating. This show has like moments of sheer brilliance. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just you know, and usually at least once diamonds. per episode, there's a moment where you go, "Ah, oh, I'm so glad I watched this show," and then there's at least one moment where you go, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna stop watching this show." Yeah. I mean, it's just chunks of diamonds floating in a river of doo-doo. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not a river. It's just like... To, for me, it's really like a, it's a coin toss. Uh, um, which, by the way, we haven't seen him in a while, have we? No, we haven't. Oh, looking at you, Diagusto. Get back here. Um, yeah. Um, now, my favorite line, easy. Easy. Um, whatever's left of Strange, <sighs> even if it's just a pinky, we'll throw it in jail. <laughs> And my favorite part about that is that Harvey's inciting Alfred to go batshit on him. Which, by the way, also, there's a, a scene somewhere where, like, Alfred gets in the car with him. He's like, one of these days we're just going to have to give you a badge. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a well-hung lantern show. Good job. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. like, there's way too many scenes where he's just with the police approaching him, like, in police formation <laughs> with a gun. It's just a civilian. It's, I mean, granted, well, it's a better trained civilian than any of you fuckers. But, yeah. I mean, he... He easily could be captain of this police force with his training. Easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bullock, Bullock is right to ask him for advice. Like, I, that's all realistic. But I did love the hanging lantern about the badge. But my favorite part about that line about, well, you know, even the pinky will throw it in jail is just the, the way Alfred, like, after getting taken off the leash, just says, thanks. <laughs> like, he's just been waiting for someone to tell him he could smack somebody. <laughs> and I mean, I would have thought that scene where he was interrogating Strange was cooler if I wasn't like having a panic attack over the heights. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, there's it's uh, like a visceral. Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you feel your hands sweating a little bit, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, I was I got sick. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's just how we're built, man. That's what uh, I forget what heights phobia is actually called, but we definitely have it. It's called fallophobia. Fallophobia. <laughs> well, as they as they put it, I'm not so much afraid of the fall as the ground. <laughs> I think I'm more afraid of the fall. Yeah, the, the I'm actually comforted by the idea that if you fall off a tall enough building, you'll pass out before <laughs> you hit the ground. You can't yeah. you can't get air in. Like uh, most people, if they fall out of a plane, for instance, don't don't make it to consciously to the ground. So at least there's that. Cat Grant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I hated everything about Lee and her bullshit about. I told you I would help you find your darkness. Who talks like that? I who, who sits only around, like, only people like, on oh, the Tetch virus, man. It, it, like it, it Tetch's bloodline and uh, apparently involves <laughs> stilted dialogue. Nobody, nobody talks about. No one talks like that. The, I mean, the darkness within somebody, you know. That's one you of know, those. In real like, life, you go, you know what? He's an asshole. That's how you say that. Yeah. Like, oh, if, no, if he's someone a, in real life said that person. to you, you'd be like, "Look, dude, you know, take off your vest and your your fedora. Have a seat." <laughs> now it's hard to do in your skinny jeans. I understand, but try to have a seat anyway. I'm going to get you a regular black coffee. <laughs> we're going to replace that pipe with a cigarette. Yeah. We're, we're going to have a talk about values. <laughs> yeah, after I wrote down, I told you I would help you find your darkness. I I wrote, this is some on-the-nose bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, they, they could be way more subtle with her, and it would have been a cool turn. But I, I will give it this. Whatever Lee did this episode was way better than what I'd been seeing before. Absolutely. Because they have, and I can't stress this enough, wrecked that character. Mm-hmm. That they so meticulously built up for a season and a half to... to I don't even... I, I I remember loving her. I don't even want her to get with Alfred anymore. I know. I know. that I, I meant to mention that last time, actually, when we were talking. It was like, they, they probably robbed you of that, too, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I, even, like, lines I should like, they're so... They're, like, just bludgeoning me over the head with it. Like, you like to get your hands dirty. I want you to get your hands really dirty. Really? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I know. I know. But um I you know, I did I did like her exit line at least. Uh, come find me when you're ready. At least yeah. that was something a human says. Kind of. I mean I've literally said that before. It was a bad breakup, but you okay. know, and it didn't work out. But at least I've said that line before. Yeah, well that's not true. I phrased it better. <laughs> so, okay, I uh, I maybe I didn't um Maybe I didn't understand. Maybe I, you know, uh, I don't know, stopped paying attention or something. How did Jim know where the bomb was? Uh, I thought they were talking about it was at Union Station when he was um, underground. Did they tell him? I thought so. Did they tell him? Okay. I could be wrong, too, but I think they did communicate that on the little walkie-talkies. Yeah. I got, I got a little flustered this episode. A little, ugh. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's under control. I'm, I'm not positive. I don't remember every part of that conversation, but I think so. Okay. I mean, I want to give the show the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I just don't trust my memory on it, but I, I, my instinct says that I heard that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um. So, uh, Court of Owls being gone—that that was a wasted thing, right? You agree with me on that one? Yeah. Yeah. It's been wasted since we saw the mask. Yeah. Literally, the Fair mask enough. Capullo drew is way scarier than what they did. They could have just ripped oh, it yeah. right off the pages. I just bought like a Damien. A Damian Wayne action figure, and he has a little owl mask, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
I just set it right on his. I just put his right, put it right on his face, <laughs> and it's awesome. Oh, our, our our buddy over at um, Blazing Defender Report, Travis Jones, sent me a link. It was one of the kind of it's best. It's one of the best thought out fan theories I've heard in a very long time. Yeah, I think I saw this. Uh, it it's pretty much. And if they did this, I know it would basically cause riots. I mean, there, oh. there, there. Well, there are still <laughs> five or six million regular viewers of Gotham. That doesn't include include some cord cutters. Millions of people watch this show every week. Mm-hmm. But the the idea was, it's not. They're not leading up to Bruce Wayne being Batman. They're they're leading up to Owlman. I would be so on board that. I would. I want that now. In I do. <laughs> it it. I, I I hate to admit it, but it tracks. You know. It, it yeah. tracks with everything we've seen so far. I didn't get to actually read the article. I just I saw the headline and went, "Oh!" I, I did go through what they were uh, what they were talking about, and yeah, like it 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 actually makes a ton of sense. And, and you know, Outman has been uh, a few different people in the books. And the thing I hate about it though is that usually it's Earth th- Earth Three Outman, which is part of the crime syndicate. So I mm-hmm. I don't want this Bruce Wayne to be evil. And to me, that's part of who Alman is when it comes down to it. There are other versions. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong; I've seen other other takes, but usually that's what we have: is Earth Earth Three Crime Syndicate, evil Bruce Wayne. And I don't want that to be where it goes. But I mean, they could still do their own take on Alman, um, and it would be kind of neat and ballsy as all hell. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if if that's what they did, I'd have to I'd have to show respect for for just having the guts to do it. But yeah, I don't think so. I mean, end of the day, they promised us Batman, and I, I think they're they're going to follow through with that. Well, at the end of the day, they can still, you know, they can bring over it. I mean, they've had enough wacky scientists on this show. They could they could do a multiverse storyline. They could open a portal and have the real Batman pop in with Mazus on like a stunt, you know, you know, stunt I, actors. They they've messed body. with they've messed with like <laughs> biology and chemistry a lot, but they really haven't messed with like quantum physics or anything. I I like. Anything on that level? Oh, we're we're living in a world where specifically they designed it so that it is a little timeless. Um, mm-hmm. Like the cars are ambiguous, the phones are ambiguous, the the computers are ambiguous. It, like it's it's designed so that you can't say it's it's set in the fifties or eighties or yeah. Aughts. So you des- so you design the technology to look like something from a Fleischer Superman cartoon and be done with it. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be done. I just they haven't messed with like high science. I'll call it like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's a certain level of biology and a certain level of chemistry is is definitely high science, and they've dealt with a lot of it. But it's they've stayed in that quarter of the field. It, they, mm-hmm. they really haven't played with you know time travel or physics in general too much. Right. I would like to see him open up that playbook though. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. It would be a lot of fun. And I, I mean, I guess they're they're dealing with magic now to some extent. Yeah, with, I guess with so. the the magical needles, um, and it, it appears Rage is going to have kind of uh, mystic properties, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. Somewhat feels like they're just going to waste this opportunity as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, by the way, I, and I hadn't thought about this until now, but with the introduction of Rage next uh, episode, mm-hmm. um, we could have someone die and maybe introduce the Lazarus Pits. Yeah, I mean, we've got two episodes coming up, and episode one maybe somebody takes down evil Jim Gordon, and then Lazarus Pit brings him back, or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or it would be kind of neat if uh, maybe Leslie died, and when you bring her back in the the Lazarus Pit, it resets the Tet fires. Yeah, but gives her a bloodlust. <laughs> Please don't take that part of it. <laughs> Arrow's already done it, guys. <laughs> Walk away. Walk slowly See, I like away. The- 
I liked the animated series take on the Lazarus Pit, where it just it kind of makes you insane for like a few minutes, and then you're good. Yeah, yeah. And I even like the um, the Arkham games take on it, where like there's only so many times you can do it, and it it does eventually drive you to complete insanity. Like you you start well, your yeah, that's your, what they did in the animated series too. Oh, they did that too. It's it's the uh, yeah. oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, but it's like your it's your judgment that starts to slip over time. Like you, yeah, you, it's, you know, you don't all, get all like all your decisions seem logical, like to yeah. you. But that, like, if you looked at, hey, would you have made that decision two hundred years ago? I guess not. Right. I'm making decisions I wouldn't have made two years ago. See, I know. But we grew up slower than people that have a Lazarus pit, or faster. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But you know, nothing about uh, David Warner's Rachel Ghoul screamed like hamming it up like no, people he was, on gotham he was get very subtle it was it was wonderful people on gotham when they get evil they get hammy yeah and you you know the actor that's playing him way better than i do like what's your uh what's your bet is he gonna ham it up i've seen him do both so uh if you had to put a dollar on one side or the other what do you think because it's gotham and i feel like they tell people to act bad I, i'm a little worried you're a little worried okay <laughs> yeah yeah and it, so this is going to be well, a case like I was talking about with with Jada though like you if he if he hams it up you're gonna be like I know this isn't your fault but a little bit yeah you didn't, you didn't come on set wanting to do this I get it like, although uh, like I, I I should also mention uh, when I was giving her the defense that she's a good actress she's also one of the bigger names that entered that show at that time it is mm-hmm. possible that just no one told her to stop because they were afraid of losing her mm-hmm. so it might be her fault she might have just like had too many yes men around her yeah. Maybe. Uh, now, uh, on the promo, you hear Alexander Siddig as Rachel Gould say, Join me. Fulfill your destiny. Which is maybe why I started worrying about him, mm. because it sounded hammy. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of the... And this is this has been my biggest fear from day one, that he would be doing the Bashir is Possessed episode of DS9, as opposed to all of the really stellar work he did later on. <laughs> As opposed to a canon of genuinely good acting. Let's do the one thing <laughs> that you you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem. Oh, um, something where Bruce uh, I forgot to mention though uh, with his character, uh, those the, it, he went through the same training all the talents did mentally, and they're complete tools. I mean, they they uh, the one guy last episode or before this one, I guess, um, cut off his finger on cue, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and Bruce has he 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 hesitates he he couldn't pull the the trigger the the shaman guy had to reach around him and try to grab the trigger and pull it like I, he character wise like he's still fighting it all the indoctrination mm. he's still fighting that do do you not feel like there's going to be a scene where he mentally kind of uh, in a meditative way goes inside himself and like opens the safe and gets the pearls out again and kind of comes back at an opportune time maybe. Maybe open figures out how to put them away at will. Right. You know? Maybe he just goes inside himself and like doesn't take he like takes them out of the safe and just kind of like maybe puts them on top of the safe or something. Yeah, like some some something that has to do with the safe and 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 him kind of understanding what the guy was showing him and being able to take advantage of that, but still knowing you mm-hmm. know who he was. Well, you know, I think we're past the point where we can say that Bruce is uh, you know hoodwinking the guy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely not playing him, but um unless he is Owlman. <laughs> yeah. Only only a finished version of Batman I think could pull off 
this long of a well, it's, it's a slow play. What it well, I mean, I would say, but the but you know, Batman would stop. Usually, Batman would stop just short of the whole court of owls being, uh, you know, they're having their throat slit, much less you know, infecting the a huge radius of the city with the Tetch virus. Yeah, I mean, it, the the same kid who agreed with Alfred. That's our first rule: we never kill. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I again though on the on the detective level of things, he still wants to get to who the real leader is. Um, mm-hmm. if, if it was a slow play where he's, he regrets everything that happened, but he had to figure out, you know, who, who was really in charge and stop him because that's who really killed his dad. And, well, um, I, I could get behind that, but I mean, yeah, you're right though. It's just not in the character of, of this version of Batman. Yeah. I mean, to play along with that. And I, I say that though, as, uh, same with James Gordon, like they tried to put him through the same thing and he, it, he just, he couldn't do it. He could not sit there and watch all those people die. Yeah. He knew he was trying. He was trying to be undercover, but he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't think that's a version of uh, Bruce Wayne we're going to see where he'll take significant losses for a more significant gain. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope just somebody figures out that they just need to pick up one of those magic acupuncture needles, turn it over, and use that ball in the end as an eraser. Just, <laughs> just erase that weird, those weird little lines on his forehead. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did uh, mention. Uh, Hugo Strange mentioned he'd like to learn his methods one day. Mm-hmm. It would be cute if, like, Strange had a, a quick change of heart about, like, this has gotten out of hand um, and came back with needles and said, I figured out how they worked. Let me, give me Bruce for a second. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be, like, him being a moralistic character. It would just be him needing something, and that's that's it's the most advantageous route for him. But at least there'd be a lead to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... I, I don't have anything else from this episode. Yeah, I think I'm out, too. What have you? I think I'm out. It's uh, decent speculation here, but I think I'm out. All right. Uh, well, guys, thanks for listening. And um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, DC on Screen, one word. Email us at dconscreen at gmail.com. And um, if you would like, you can leave us a voicemail, 205-259-6331. We're going to be coming right back with our review of the season finale of Lucifer Season 2. Lucifer 218, the good, the bad, and the crispy. Still makes me laugh. (laughs) Until then, keep some DC on your screen. You know what drives you, what inspires you. You know why you're here today, thinking about your education and your career. But do you know how to get where you're going? Indiana Wesleyan University is a place where your dreams and goals are known, where you're pushed to excel, and you're supported beyond graduation day. Explore our tuition guarantee, our faith-integrated coursework, and more than 100 online degree programs. See how it's possible at IWUishow.com. El nuevo crispy chicken sandwich de McDonald's es... Crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en McDonald's, un mordisco y... Es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. En McDonald's Participantes.